Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking gaming news, upcoming releases, and various topics on all things in the gaming industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, it's my Nintendo insider, Uncle Red. Yo, what up, y'all? <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing okay, you know, just living during the pandemic, trying to do what I can. Um, been watching lots of Clone Wars. That's not a game thing, but... I heard you guys talked about Star Wars a, a few weeks ago. Is that correct? We had uh, we had Mark and Jackson on, and Mark went on a very good rant about how much he loves Dave Filoni. It's uh, a very good rant. Me too. Very good I, rant. I got to listen to that, because th- the reason I couldn't make it that night is because I had to watch the new Star Wars. The new Mandalorian was out, but <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check that out. It's a great episode. Uh, welcome. This is the last episode of 2020. Oh my goodness, it is, isn't it? We're not doing one for Christmas and uh, for next week, um, because of Christmas, right? And uh, the week after that, it'll be the new year. Cool, it's crazy already. Uh, so we've got uh, we're starting off with uh, what we uh, couldn't cover last week with uh, our special guest Emerald. Um, because we recorded uh, right before they happened, but the Game Awards Ooh. were last week. Um, uh, with the big news, which we'll start with of award wise, Last of Us Two took Game of the Year, and uh, like we predicted with uh, Zach and Tyler, yeah, they swept. I think they took all but one award that they were nominated for. Oh wow! Yeah, which you know what? It's it is what it is. Um, I feel like I would have like. I would have liked it more if they either just took Game of the Year or took everything but Game of the Year. Yeah. I, I would have been a bit happier with that outcome, but you know what? It is what it is. It is like people vote for these awards through uh, uh, through their website and all that. So Okay. You got you to gotta consider that of like how many people vote on that and all of that too. So people I... like the game. Like it's not a bad game. Like ask Cole. Cole will tell you there's a lot of great things about the game. Mm. Um, I think the one thing I was happy about was Laura Bailey won with Abby over Ellie uh, for character. Okay, uh, best performance. So that one that one caught me off guard. I will say that. Hmm. Um, did, but did Animal for, Crossing win anything? Uh, it won best family game. Okay. It okay. won best family game. <laughs> that. Is it just me, or is that category just like okay, which was which the best Nintendo, Nintendo title? <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is basically Nintendo's category. Yeah, um, to take every year. Like, what else would win? Just Dance. I mean, yeah, that's the only other thing that like Nintendo doesn't have that is nominated for that category, I believe. Hmm. Um, Among Us took two awards as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Best indie and best multiplayer, I believe. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's uh. It's and now it's on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get to that in just a bit. As for what was announced as the last bulk of announcements for 2020, Sephiroth was revealed for Smash Bros. right off the bat, and we'll be talking more about all of that later on in the podcast. Yes. Uh, Perfect Dark is getting a reboot. Cool. Which is really cool. Uh, Back for Blood was shown off, which is the successor game to the Left 4 Dead franchise. 
uh, which is oh really cool. yeah. It's basically Left 4 Dead 3, but it's a different name, you know. It, and it's by Valve? It's uh, by a company that's working with Valve. Oh. It's not Valve. It's not entirely Valve, which is why it's not Left 4 Dead, but it's like a couple of the devs from that oh, are, I believe, okay. working on it too. So, yeah. Uh, we're getting a new Dragon Age. That was shown off. Cool. Um, we got the worst-looking game trailer ever. Um <laughs> It was from a Korean company, I think. Uh, the game is Crimson Desert. If you were watching it live, it was run. That trailer was running at a good fifteen to twenty frames, and you could tell. Oh no! Yeah, and uh, it was not a pleasant thing to look at. That's bad. Uh, we had our our second Muppet cameo for the good. Game Awards. Uh, Swedish Chef. Is, um, so is that just going to be like a? Uh, uh, like a returning thing. I think so. Like a uh, I, I Jeff Keighley is uh, is amazing at getting the Muppets on the show. I, it, it's, it's so odd to have the Muppets there. <laughs> like, it is, and I'm a big you know Muppets what? guy. Like I like the Muppets. I'm not like mad that they're there, but it's just odd. It is extremely odd. Unless like eventually they announce like a Muppets game, maybe like a Muppets MMO. Ooh, a Muppet Muppet multiplayer online. Exactly. Uh, But Swedish Chef is uh, coming to Overcooked. Uh, That was the big thing. Um, He'll be in the, I believe, the PS5, the next-gen version of Overcooked. So that's really cool. I don't, I think he's coming to past-gen 2, but I'm not entirely sure about that one. Okay. Um, Vin Diesel made an appearance at the Game Awards in the (laughs) form of actually being in the game as... Arc 2 was shown off. <laughs> All I heard was Vin Diesel's in a dinosaur game. I'm yeah. Like, what? Um, and he's also like a producer for the game. What? <laughs> yeah. He's Why? working on the game too. He oh. loves Ark. If you like, the dude has genuinely put in like a thousand hours in Ark. Oh my God. Like, um, and it's also makes sense that he's also going to be starring in the animated series of Ark with Russell Crowe and a couple other big names. That's awesome. Um, Fall Guys Season 3 was shown off and is currently out now. The Winter Wonderland is uh, going around with Christmas themes and all of that. Mm. Evil Dead uh, is getting a official game. Cool. Um, it Takes Two. We got gameplay from... Uh, our fuck Mr. Fuck the Oscars man. Um, they showed off their brand new game. It takes two. And oh my God, I am excited for this game. Oh yeah. It was such an amazing trailer of like, why did these two people get into turn to dolls? Is it like a magic curse? No, nah, it's because they're working out their relationship problems. Oh my. And like the narrator for the game too. He's just, it's, it's a really great trailer. Uh, it's, you, you gotta check check out the trailer if you haven't yet. It's great. <laughs> um, Among Us showed off their brand new airship map, uh, which was cool. Hmm. Uh, we got some Games Pass news with Yakuza 3 through 6 all making their way to Games Pass next year. Nice. So uh, if you're a Yakuza fan, um, you will be able to play the entire all, all but one Yakuza game, but again, Judgment is kind of a Yakuza game. It's more of a spin-off game, but it's in the universe. Uh, all the games are going to be on Games Pass as of next year, which is really cool. Uh, we also got a new Mass Effect shown off. 
Um, nothing uh, like no title, but we are getting a new Mass Effect. Cool. And um, on I forgot to put it on the list, but we're also getting like a successor to Dead Space as well. Yeah, I heard that it is it's a successor, so it's not a sequel. It's not or... a sequel. It's like inspired by the style that Dead Space was. Okay. So and it's that's by really the, cool. By the same people. I don't. I think it's a couple of because devs jump back and forth. Here it's and another there. kind I of think... back for blood. I believe so. I believe that there's like maybe one or two devs that worked on it that are there. I can't remember fully. A ukulele type thing? (laughs) Ukulele, (laughs) essentially. (laughs) Very different games. Yeah, but uh, other than that, it was a a pretty good game awards uh, for it being all entirely online this year. Um, They did really good with it. Um, They had some really cool reveals. Uh, right at the start, and then I would say right at the end. The middle was like hit or miss mostly. Mm. Um, they had a lot of pre- like celebrity presenters this year. They had Gal Gadot, they had Brie Larson, they had Tom Holland. Oh wow! They uh, Tom Holland basically uh, um, he came on. He's like, yeah. So uh, me being uh, Nathan Drake in that upcoming film is like really an honor. But uh, let me throw it to the real Nathan Drake, Nolan North, and whatnot. oh cool. Yeah, so he threw to him. That was like, dang, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It was honestly, I enjoy the Game Awards. I like Jeff Keighley a lot. He's a uh... oh Reggie, of course, made an appearance. Of course, you, you can never have a Game Awards where Reggie isn't there. It's always great to see Reggie. Gotta have Reggie. You gotta have Reggie, especially because he's not in the public eye as often anymore, man. I think he's like a he teaches now. Oh, Pog, I want to get in that class. <laughs> Teach me, Reggie. My body is ready. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> makes those jokes too. Like, <laughs> he, he because does. there's no deny. Like, how can you like? You can't run away from that. <laughs> there is no running. Only embracing the Regginess. Exactly. He will be the secret seventh Reggie in Pokemon. <laughs> uh, and with that, we're gonna jump right into the week in review, which. Boy, not a lot has happened. Um, it's the end of the year. Not much is coming out. Um, as for the games that did come out last year, we ha- uh, last week, we had the collection of Saga Final Fantasy coming to the Switch. Uh, we had uh, the Kyle Perico heist update for GTA and uh, Among Us on the Switch, thanks to the Nindy, Nintendo Indie World Showcase, which uh, was shown off. Uh, and speaking of that, in the news department, we're starting with the Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Uh, the last one for the year, um, where we got uh, what? What's coming to the Switch in indie wise um, next year, and uh, for what we got this year? Um, Spelunky one and two will be coming summer 21, t- oh. 2021, which is really cool. Uh, we're getting a cat fighting game, literally. What? Um, called Fisty Fluffs. Fisty Fluffs. Yeah, it's extremely cartoonish. And, um, but it's, it's like polygonal, like, but like neat polygonal kind of like, not like just entirely, but it's like, it's really funny looking. And it's just like, you're a cat and it's just like destroy things and fight the others. Fisty fluffs. Wild. Yeah. Uh, we got, uh, uh, Tunche, uh, an Amazon side scroller beat up featuring uh, hat kid from a hat in time. Hmm. Um, we're getting a new cl- game from Yacht Club Games, uh, Cyber Shadow. 
It looks a bit like um, Ninja Gaiden with how like the platforming and you're a ninja. Okay. Um, and it, it's compatible with the Shovel Knight amiibo. What? Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, Shovel Knight has an amiibo, so uh, it's compatible with that, and you'll get a little Shovel Knight who will fire projectiles for you. Wait, did did Yacht Club Games make Shovel Knight? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I that's why. Like... I, that's, that's why it's like. Yeah, that's why I say when I say Yacht Club Games, people usually are like, "Oh yeah, Shovel Knight's dead." Oh, okay. Yeah. I it's thought th- those so. people. That yeah. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got a Calico, a cat cafe sim, which is out now. Oh. Um, where it's not, but it's not just cats. There are dogs, and polar bears, oh. and red pandas. Good. And pigs, and it's very weird looking. I I don't like how it looks, but it's very cool concept. A very cool concept for a game. Oh yeah, I'm looking at pictures of this. Um, I don't want to be mean, but some constructive criticism would be find a better color palette or yeah. thicker lines. That that's my f- right off the bat. What I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, and then we're also getting Happy Game, which is a horror game, believe it or not. Oh. Um, and it's a uh, horror because uh, the happiness is very scary. Oh, my. And so I think this will be a big uh, YouTube game come when it comes out for the big YouTubers that oh, play horror yeah. games. Absolutely. This will be a this looks like the next like a very co- cool horror game. Mm-hmm. Um. There were other games that were shown off as well, but you can check out the whole uh, indie showcase on YouTube to see everything that will be there. <clears throat> In more news, EA is buying Codemasters for $1.2 million, outbidding Take-Two Games. Wow. Uh, we got uh, news on the Mortal Kombat movie, which is now set for an April release. Yes. Uh, which is kind of cool, but again, it's a live-action video game movie, and we kind of know how those go. <laughs> it's like, how bad? How bad could it be? Well, I mean, let's be Ooh. real. Sonic the Hedgehog is the movie of the year. Yes. For 2020. <laughs> Speaking of video game live-action movies, though, uh, did Monster Hunter not just come out? Oh, yeah, I think it has, hasn't it? I heard it got a 3 out of 10 from IGN. Yeah, that make you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, all, I'm not all, surprised. Like tr- I I don't play the Monster Hunter games. I I really like the monsters in it. Yeah, but um, from what I've seen for this movie, it's like the like the U.S. Army gets goes... teleported to a new world. Yeah, that's um, pardon my language, but that's freaking stupid. Yeah, um, <laughs> I hate that trope. That's oh, so a... do like this for Monster Hunter too. Like, uh... <laughs> it's it's just weird. Like, it feel like there is there lore in Monster Hunter. There's like a lot of lore. It's like a pretty lore yeah. heavy game. I'm pretty sure. Like, it's just it's just strange to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that it is. Um, in Twitch news. Um, so their new guidelines that we talked about last week are uh, including some other things. Uh, the word simp is banned. Oh. And so is this word incel. You can no longer use those words on Twitch. So what? sadly, that means the emote Peepo Simp is no longer there. Oh. Pour one out for Peepo Simp. Peepo Simp. 
Oh. Uh, but yeah, those words are banned. People are rioting on Twitter. Well, right, they're mad about it. The simps are mad because they can't call themselves simps anymore. Good, because there's not much else going on to be mad about. So I'm glad, I'm glad that <laughs> the people of Earth are coming together to really cut the bullshit out. Yeah. Um, in Among Us news, because of the Switch release, uh, they've unintentionally given players access to the airship map early. Oh. Um, and because it's only on Switch... Um, they've, it, it's only available through like local, but people have found a way to get it, play it online with their friends. Oh, um, so yeah, if you want that, uh, get a buddy to get the game on the switch and, uh, yeah, you'll play airship. There's a, there's like a, there's like literally I checked a link and it's like, yeah, here's how you do it too. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so until they patch that out, go nuts kids. Um, and a Discord news. Uh, the screen share, which is a thing that's on the PC version, is now available on the app, on the mobile devices. Nice. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, and that's it for the news, for the draw of the deck this week. Uh, we got a new world record price for the Charizard cards in Pokemon. Oh my. $369,000 is how much it went for in the bid. Oh lordy. New record. Could you imagine paying off all your loans and bills Dude. from a Charizard card? Yeah, like that would be nice. Yeah, but if then only on the other, uh, like, then you won't have a Charizard card. So it's a, it's it, a tough call. It is a tough it's a call. Tough call. <laughs> like it really is. <laughs> I'm sure for some people, like for me, like if I was maybe back in my days when I did collect Pokemon cards, maybe. But now that I've sold all of mine, I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's yeah, but I feel like, like you're a smart guy. You 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 would understand that, like, oh yeah, and um, I absolutely understand. Like the sell one card and then you can buy many cards. From oh, <laughs> sell one. I have three of these. I can just sell one of them and then get more. Exactly. Uh, we don't got much for Yu-Gi-Oh news as we hardly ever do. Uh, but Magic the Gathering news, hey, we know that the new set Kaldheim is uh, prepping their official previews coming January 7th, so you'll see the preview of the previews in the next coming days. Cool. And uh, that's it for the week in review. On to On Your Radar, where we got the games that are coming out next week and for the rest of 2020. As Again, the last um, games of the year. Last games of the year. Starting off on Tuesday, I think, is the biggest game for the week. Is uh, Override 2 Super Mech League coming to everything. The PS5, the PS4, the Xbox One, the Series X, the PC, the Switch, and I think Stadia as well. Literally everything. Mm. Uh, on Wednesday, Super Meat Boy Forever comes to the Switch and PC. Uh which is cool. Is that and is that like a new one? That's the new one. That's the new one. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was also shown off on the uh, Indie World presentation. That was given Neat. its like official Switch release uh, there. And that's it for the week. As for the remainder of the year, on the 29th, you can play Wingspan for the Switch. Switch, and on the 31st, you can play the Binding of Isaac Repentance DLC on the PC. Oh. Um. And those are all the games for 2020. Um, if you want to know all the other games that came out 2020, be sure to tune in when we are back in 2021, where we do the year in review, where 
I might as well tease it now. Ooh. There might be it'll have the most guests ever. Oh my god. Now gosh. will they be at the same time? No. We are gonna have a guest for every month of the year to talk about the games. Oh. That's right. It's it's gonna be a big episode coming out, but uh right now let's get to this week in the lounge. And in this the week lounge. uh literally earlier today, Mr. Sakurai presented us with Sephiroth. Yes. Okay. Um, for those that have heard me on this show before... Literally, last time you were on, we were talking about Final Fantasy. Yeah, we were talking about... I, I, it was either Final Fantasy or Minecraft Steve being added. It might have been... I think it was both. I, I think it was both. So... Uh, you could kind of say that we predicted it. I, I definitely would say that. Um, we manifested it. That's what it was. Well, I, I got uh, insider info, right? I'm oh, yeah, of course. Ones. Yeah. So that was that was just my uh, uh, hinting it towards you guys. Um, my first thought was that I am so mad that there is an anime swordsman being added. However, if it wasn't, for that last episode, I might not have been like, okay, Sephiroth is big enough, right? Like he, he is the anime swordsman of anything. Exactly, exactly. And I thought, you know what? Anthony's going to be happy about this. <laughs> <That's>... I, legit, <laughs> legit. Yeah. I, I was there sitting on my couch watching the Game Awards with my brother. We're there, and they're like, oh, shit, they're doing the Smash reveal first. I'm like, I was kind of hoping, I'm like, oh, man, it could be Sora. It could be, I was hoping for Square. I was yeah. hoping for a Square rep. And when the, when One-Winged Angel started playing, I did scream a bit. <laughs> I did scream a bit. Not going to lie. It was, and I'm just like, I can't believe we got two Final Fantasy reps in Super Smash Brothers. I cannot believe that it looks fake i can't believe sephiroth is in smash bros like again like i feel like with every new character we're always like this seem doesn't seem real it's this is a fantasy and this time it literally is a fantasy it's a final (laughs) fantasy fantasy. oh baby so like who do you follow up sephiroth with that is a very good question. Who do you even follow up Sephiroth with? Because like, before that, it was like, who do you follow up Minecraft Steve with? Uh, apparently, Sephiroth is the correct answer. Yeah. Yeah, just ask uh, Ken Jennings on Jeopardy now. I'll take uh, pre- unpredictable things for 200, Ken. <laughs> it's, it's weird to say that. It's weird to say that. Because yeah. uh, Alec is no longer with us. Oh, yeah. Rip. F. Um, it, like th- oh, so I'm not gonna be playing Sephiroth. This is just I got Steve, I got Ridley. I I don't need to play. You're, yeah, you're you're a happy I, man I'm as sad. it is. I, yeah, I don't need to. Like I'm happy enough. But like, does he look it, like he obviously is gonna be broken at first because that's just how that's the pattern. Things, that's it's just how this the pattern. <laughs> Um, but like, does he look like he, he'll be fun? Like, does his move set does it make sense? Because I watched a bit of it, and I'm like, these this all seems like references to a bunch of stuff that I have no idea. 
Yeah, it's uh, not bad. Speaking of, we'll start with references in the, to start everything off with. Sure. Uh, and we'll start with the trailer itself. Literally, um, the second uh, when we get back to the cinematic part after the gameplay first gameplay show off, it's literally Advent Children. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like when when Mario gets stabbed by uh, Sephiroth, that's legit a scene where instead of Mario, it is Cloud. Oh. In Advent Children. And then Cloud and Sephiroth's fight, that's literally a, the scene in Advent Children. Oh, weird. And the dialogue when Sephiroth's revealed, that was literally a line just altered a little bit in Advent Children. <laughs> if Crazy. you, yeah, like if you want a uh, if you want a, a, a reaction battle ex- or in a person to explain every little reference that this is, watch Maximilian, Maximilian Dude's reaction to this one because he is a Final Fantasy super fan. And okay. literally, he breaks down. He's like, this was Advent Children. This was, he tells you the exact scenes that it's from. It's like, wow. Huh. It was like uh, Sakurai, when Sakurai talked to Nomura, it was like, hey, Give me Sephiroth, and I'll give you Advent Children Part 2, but in Smash. And it was like, <laughs> deal. Because, like, the second thing I saw... Because first I saw... Like, I don't think I've even seen the full trailer, to be honest. Like, I watched the 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 clips of, like, the CGI characters fighting, because it looks amazing. But, like, the second... Th- it, like, first it was like, Sephiroth is, is in Smash. And I was like, eh, okay, whatever. And I keep scrolling, and then it, I, it's like Mario being stabbed. Yeah. And, and I, I thought it was an edit, and I kept scrolling, and it kept popping up. I'm like, did they kill him again? Yeah, well, like, they almost did. Yeah, in the Ridley trailer, like, he dies. <laughs> like, yeah. Mario does, so. Mario fucking dies. Yeah. Rip. Gotta, I mean, canonically speaking, Luigi's still dead. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> um, but let's get on to the, the character himself with what uh, Sakurai uh, showed us. Um, he's got range because of the Masamune. He's, mm-hmm. he's tall and he's light. He's a light character. Oh, he is. Yeah. Um, his last two uh, costumes are shirtless variants. Of so, course. No, Shulk doesn't have to be alone in that front anymore. Is that a reference to something with him being shirtless? or I believe just... he... Uh, yes, it actually it is. Yeah, it's uh, literally the final boss form in 7. He is shirtless. Okay. But like only his upper body is shown because his lower body is fused with Genova. Which well, is I'm, the final I'm boss. I'm glad he's game. not just butt-ass naked in Smash. Yeah. That's good. Smash um, is for good boys and girls. <laughs> Smash is for good boys and girls. We got, you got to remember that when he said that <laughs> in the Terry trailer. Yeah. Smash is for good boys and girls. Ooh. Speaking of the Sephiroth thing, um, the, the what they showed today with the Mr. Sakurai Presents. Yes. Um, Gino is a me costume. Yeah, so let's uh let's start with the me costumes then. Then uh, yeah, Gino and the Chocobo hat return from Smash 4's me costume collection, and uh, yeah, it's sad. And I think this also deconfirms every other Square character because I don't I think... think we're gonna get any more Square Enix reps. Yeah. So it's time to sadly move on from all of those. And like uh, may- he... maybe Sephiroth is a better pick. But I feel like if you ask 
everybody who's played Square, I, I think the majority will say Sephiroth was the pick to go with. Yeah. Because when you look at the general audience for Square, purely Square Enix games, and specifically like their RPGs, yeah, Sephiroth I feel like tops the list of the three that are we the dreamers wanted, which would be mm-hmm. Sephiroth, Gino, and Sora. Even I know who he is. So like he's big enough. Yeah, and <laughs> here's the thing: Gino is still technically in Smash with the me costume. We do yeah. get that. It's just it's sad because like being a Ridley fan, like I grew like. I was in the trenches with the Gino, <laughs> with the, <laughs> the people trenches. who wanted Gino. Um, the trenches. Since that melee opening cinematic, I've been there. Exactly, and so it's just sad that those folks don't get Gino. But and it is, yeah. And uh, we will, we will be sure to pour one out for them. Yeah, we will. Um, but the other me costumes. This is probably the smallest collection we've had for a while. Uh, we're getting all of them. Are actually all. Related to Final Fantasy, because um, we're getting Barrett, Tiva, and Aerith costumes as well. Yes, which is really cool. Like that is. We literally have the main four from Final Fantasy VII in the game. Mm-hmm. Now, while they're not all unique, well, they t- kind of are because Barrett's a gunner, Tifa's a brawler, and Aerith is a sword fighter. There you go. So uh, it's kind. It's really cool. I I I, I dig that and. Uh, um. Yeah, it's, that's really cool. And they started with the me costumes as well. That they started like that was like right at the oh, top of did? the show. They did. Yeah. Interesting. So they're just like, yes, this deconfirms Gino. You can close now. Yeah, I think that was the big thing that they. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh, let's get back to Sephiroth. Um. Uh, uh, aside him being uh, uh having the range, being tall, and a light character. Uh, when he takes high damage or is in a losing position, which can include uh, having fewer stocks than a player, um, he will enter his one-winged angel form where the wings sprouts from his back. His speed and attack increase, and he gets a triple jump. Oh. And he also gains eye frame, invincibility frames, but he t- still takes the damage. Um uh, where uh, if he's attack if he's attacking in the middle of an attack like a charge attack and somebody attacks him he doesn't flinch. Okay. Which is really cool, but that's only in his one winged angel form. Interesting. That's gonna be a pain in the ass. It only happens when he's in a pinch. So let's say both players are even. When he reaches like eighty to one hundred damage, one winged angel form pops. Uh, if he gets KO'd, he loses the angel. But then he's a stock down, so if he it'll take maybe fifty to sixty damage for him to pop it again. Oh, and then at okay. like if he's like at one stock and the opponent's at three, at thirty percent it'll pop. Interesting. It's a very interesting mechanic. Um his down smash. No, sorry, not his down smash. His uh Oh yeah, no, it is his down smash. Uh that's what his shield breaker move is. Um that's what'll break them shields if you're not careful. Um, his smash attacks are pretty slow comparatively and, uh, can leave him open if you, if you're not on the execution well. And, uh, he can stab walls and stick to them, uh, to help recovery. Hmm. Yeah, I did see that. He, he stabs his giant sword into the wall and he, that's interesting. Um, and his down air, Hell's Gate, 
uh, which is basically a spoiler alert if you haven't played the original Final Fantasy game that came out 20 years ago. Um, the, the the thing that, uh, you know, kills Aerith. Um, that attack, which is uh, his down air, literally goes through some of the platforms. Like, oh. yeah. So uh, if you're underneath a platform thinking you're safe, nope. Uh, it goes right through. He'll get you. He'll get you. He'll get that booty. <laughs> um, all of his slashes, he uses his sword for basically all his... Uh, Da- uh, his dash attack is a bit of magic, but everything else is his sword um, for his aerials and uh, tilt attacks uh, and smash attacks. Uh, as for his specials, his neutral special is a charging attack uh, between flare, mega flare, and giga flare. Um, and uh, the more longer you hold it, the bigger the explosion. Uh, you charge it up and release it immediately. You cannot store the attack. Hmm. And that is how that works. Um, and uh, Giga Flare, oh, it does like in the in, in the initial Sakurai presents, it does like sixty from to zero from zero to sixty. What? Yeah, if you're hit by a Giga Flare, that's okay. Sakurai, <laughs> you gotta st- cut this out. Um, now again, that is like in the demo ver- the his version of this we're not sure how accurate it is until he comes out it'll only be 50 yeah <laughs> um the giga flare does take the longest to charge so it's like it's basically like a warlock punch essentially hmm. um you have his side b which is shadow flare which is a narrow blast that if you're hit by it three little dark orbs will start circling your character and uh then they'll boom and uh, explode on you uh, after a short time has passed. And these can stack. So hmm. if you hit a target multiple times, it goes three, six, I think nine is the max per thing. Or it's either six, but it's like, yeah, they'll stack. And uh, just like boom, 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 and combo you into the air for him to do a follow-up. Oh. Uh, his uh, up B is Blade Dash and Octoslash. Um, the blade dash, and this can be used in any direction. So you can go straight up, straight down, diagonally, left, right, all of those directions. Uh, blade dash being the shorter one, you just do the press. But Ogda Slash, if you hold it, he'll do a unique animation with it where he slashes his sword with it and he goes a little bit further. So his recovery isn't that great. Hmm. It's a bit better than Clouds, though, because he can actually go in a direction instead of straight up. Interesting. Um, and his down is a uh, scintilla, which is a counter attack that uh, can still trigger if no one attacks you. Um, because it's uh, it's of how it is, and um, but uh, it doesn't uh, counter all everything. Uh, strong attacks do break through it. Um, okay. and it does not reflect projectiles. Uh, and those are his special moves. Uh, as for his final smash, it's Supernova, which uh, when you're hit by it, uh, and the animation is basically him going into like his final boss form and then blowing up all the planets. Oh, um, that's it. Uh, but then, uh, uh, and then uh, everybody who's hit by it will be given a different status effect. Oh, okay. This could like, be anything from the flower to a regular launch mm. to shield break 
to reverse controls. Well, reverse controls, that's just, that's, that's dirty. <laughs> that's unfair. That's. Sephiroth uh, don't play fair. <laughs> no, he does not. I mean, I guess that's in line with the character. Yeah, very much so. Very, very much so. Um, as for what else uh, Sephiroth brings, um, well, it's not Sephiroth entirely. Cloud is getting a new Final Smash. At least. What? Um, so, his Advent Children costume is getting a new Final Smash. Oh. If you use any of his Advent Children costumes, he uses Omni Slash version 5, which is from Advent Children. Okay. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, so that's what you get with that. And that was the character itself. As for what we get uh, with the character, the stage, which is Northern Cave, which is basically where you fight uh, the final boss of the game. And the scene in the. It's basically final des- a Final Destination Battlefield type stage. Okay. Uh, the platform to. Uh, platforms on the edges that you can go through and uh in the background it's playing out the events of final fantasy 7 of uh the team in the high wind which is the ship going into the crater activating the magic that Aerith sacrificed herself for setting it off before the meteor hits getting out of the crater and then you see the meteor come down and then it gets stopped and then loops Hmm. um and uh, parts of the stage are inspired by Final Fantasy VII, and parts of it are also inspired by the Dissidia Final Fantasy games. Mm. Um, and uh, we also got his classic mode revealed, because that's what Sakurai played through with the character demo. Oh. And legit, his is the best classic mode, hands down. What? It's a boss rush. Okay, that's kind of neat. You play through every boss fight. Um, it finally in this game and you play a Sephiroth the ult, like a, 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 the one of the biggest bosses in gaming going up against all the bosses like that's oh sweet that's pretty cool and uh of course Sakurai flexing his skills got all the way to 9.9 oh my god Sakurai now, the mad lad does this mean that there will be no more villain like no more boss Ooh. characters you know I wonder if that might be I, I don't think that it deconfirms boss characters, but I think it's a pretty big nail in that coffin. I, I think so, too, honestly. But there's only three spots left, and people are speculating possibly, like, Dante from Devil May Cry. Currently, that's, like, the big one on the people's radars of who they think really? is next. I, last I heard about Dante was that the creator came out and was like, yeah, no, I wish. Maybe. You never Again, know. Like, oh, yeah, because Cap- he is already in Marvel vs. Capcom. Mm. So it might be. But who knows? Again, anything is still literally possible except for Square Enix now. Yeah, I- I'd really like to see some more like Nintendo characters be in Smash I feel like Bros. We might get w- I feel like we might get maybe one more Nintendo character. Yeah, it's probably going to be Pokemon then. Which I'm like, like I'm a huge po- like. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a Peter Pokemon if I do say so myself. <laughs> but, but like, there's a lot of them. There are, yeah. And I, I don't want them to just add like, here's Cub Fu. Play as Cub yeah. Fu because he's new. Yeah, but I, I I think if we do get a Pokemon rep though, they will go the route of Gen Eight. Yeah. I don't want that, that. 
Yeah, neither do I. Like, I don't really I, want that. I, either, I think but... it would make sense for them to add like Sceptile. But oh, that would be I would be fucking over the moon for a Sceptile, right? Honestly. Because that'd be cool. But like, there's no reason that I can think of possibly that N- Nintendo would go out of their way to add them. Yeah. Um, as for the last thing that uh, the DLC will add, we're getting not one, not two, but nine Final Fantasy tracks. Nice. So a total of eleven in the game. Cool. So that's I'm I, I'm excited for that. We for only ha- for ad- only having two Final Fantasy songs in the game for so long. Yeah, I was gonna say they, they were lacking before, weren't they? Yeah. But we're finally getting like a good amount, a good a, a amount that I'm happy with. Because hmm. yeah, um, and we got there's a little special thing that Sakurai did with with this set compared to other sets. What if you could unlock Sephiroth before December twenty second, as that's when the DLC comes out. That's when you can get your me costumes and all of that. But what if you want to play Sephiroth? I don't know, like, tomorrow. What if? Well, if I'm I'm correct from what he said, you can unlock Sephiroth early by beating him in-game. I believe as long as you have the Fighter's Pass. That's really? That's cool. Yep, they are making a special event from... It's set the 17th to the 22nd, which is when he comes out officially. Uh-huh. Um, you can fight Sephiroth on their three difficulties, easy, normal, and very hard. Uh, not even like a regular hard. This just goes very hard. You can mm. fight him as a boss and unlock him. Cool. Which is really cool. Yeah, um, that's it an did say to, It did say tonight, and as I was playing a bit earlier to collect some spirits, because I'm, I was collecting those Paper Mario, uh, Origami King spirits because they're on the board finally. Uh, got two of the two of the three. I'm, I again like I have every spirit except for one now again. Cause, what? Yeah, what are you missing? I, uh, Olivia, the the sticker, the basically the, the Origami King sidekick that Mario gets. Okay. Wow. That's the only one I'm missing. I have every other spirit. Unless, of course, there was, like, another special, like, thing of spirits that came out after Steve that I missed, but I don't think there was. Mm. So, yeah. Um, so, I'm going to be, ch- after the podcast, I'm going to check again to see if uh, Sephiroth is available uh, <laughs> yet, if they've updated the game yet. But if not, um, tomorrow, as of day that uh, we're recording this, I'm going to be checking that. Whereas tomorrow will literally be the 21st, actually, when you're listening to this. Yeah. Which will be a which hey you'll still get that chance to unlock him a day early. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't done it yet. Try it out. Yeah. Um and that's basically everything that we got on Sephiroth and Smash. Yeah. I'm excited to play him. Um I main cloud, so like of course I'm oh. excited. Like Yeah, absolutely. Um so this'll be a nice like if I dig his pl- like if I dig how he plays, he'll be in my se- new secondary, so cool um cannot wait to see who the last three are um yeah it's it's whatever they are they better they they're they gotta be crazy because like 
I don't imagine that they they're like they're gonna put their lesser like Min Min. There's a reason why Min Min was who they started with. Yeah, because they just up it every time. Like I like back when the character Fast One came out, and the first reveal was fucking Joker. Yeah. Also, I finally started playing Persona Five Royal. I and. I now understand why people were so excited for Joker back when he got revealed. The mm. game is amazing. Really? Like legit. I if, if I'm I'm probably aiming to finish Royal so I can play Strikers when that makes its way to the north uh soon when that when it comes out next year. Cool. So yeah. <laughs> Your boy got addicted to Persona. <laughs> <laughs> uh and with that, we're moving on to our second topic. Yes. Take us away. All right. Well, um, one of the earlier episodes that I was on, we were talking about uh, if you could have any gaming memorabilia, memorabilia, what would you want? And I said at the time, I said I would love to have a game and watch because uh, I love like ever since Melee, I've been fascinated by the whole just the fact that there was this weird handheld years ago that was basically running on what like like a watch like it runs like a watch like it's very very minimal technology um i i just have always been fascinated by that and then like literally two days after i said that on your podcast they announced the mario one and I yes, was like, they oh, did. well, uh, I, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm getting it then. Um, and I am currently, the viewers at home can't see this because this is an audio podcast, but I'm holding one right now. Um, it's about as big as your hand. Like, Ooh. it's very, it's pretty small. Like, if you got small hands, um, the... Hold on, let me just a sec. I'm picking up a Switch controller here just to compare. <laughs> like a like a a Joy-Con. A Joy-Con. Or like Joy-Con. A, okay. So like it it's about as big as two Joy-Con controllers put together. So um but like teeny tiny. Um the buttons are pretty small. I, I believe it's to scale of what like the classic game and watches were, which is like I say, teeny tiny. Um, but it's got three games on it. You got your Super Mario Bros. You got your Super Mario Bros. Two, also known as the Lost Levels. Oh, that one. Okay. Yes. Um, and then you got Ball. You ball. Ever, you ever played Ball? Is that like the like the like Game and Watch ball where he's juggling it? It, it, it that's the one. Oh. <laughs> now, I'll be honest. Oh, do you hear that? I hear that. That's it's eight o'clock. That was the alarm going off. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty neat. It is. It, yeah, you. It has like a a clock screen that just has like the, whatever time it is, but displayed in Mario bricks. Ooh. Yeah, and, and it looks cool. Uh, Mario runs around um, 
And depending on the time of day, it's like night or daytime or whatever. Um, would I recommend the system? Uh, if you like the Game & Watch, like if you're fascinated with the Game & Watch like myself, and you want to play a little bit of Mario Bros, sure. However, there are much, much easier ways to play the first Mario Bros. Um, also, do not... Uh, if you want to keep your sanity, do not play the Lost Levels. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, another good feature, which ties into that with the Game & Watch, is that you, there's a way to have unlimited lives on on the Mario game that you're playing, which I literally don't know how you would do these games without that. Not because, like, I'm not a great gamer, but, like, this is a broken game from the 1980s. It's it's of course it's the classic. It's the one that started it all. It's a masterpiece. Yes, all that bullshit. It's the NES port and it glitches like the NES game would. I don't know. Maybe I just suck, but I I need unlimited lives to beat it. Um I'm currently on world 8 of Mario Bros 1. Um, and then I rage quit into Mario Bros. Uh, 2. Uh, have you played the Lost Levels? No, I have not, but I know their uh, reputation. <laughs> yeah, so playing Mario 1 back-to-back -back with Mario 2, like, they look the same, okay? they Visually, the, they look the same. However, the physics are, like, a hair off. Like they're just slightly different, and you Mario also has, um, I don't even know what you'd call it when he's running, and then you, like, if you're running right and then you press left, and he does that little like scourge. Oh yeah, like ice, kind of like an ice physic of sorts. Yeah, sure, kind of like that. Um, he has that in Mario too, which is really annoying. Um. To switch back and forth but i mean i'm not gonna sit here and review the very like the, <laughs> the classic mario uh people have done that already exactly B people have done it in way better depth than i have um final final word on this it's really cool i think it was like 60 bucks 60 or 80 bucks it's a special for his 35th, correct? Yeah, and it's not. They're only selling it until next March, like everything else Mario this year. Yeah. Um, it, I, I like it just because you can, uh, you can pick it up and play whenever you want. Like, it, like, that's when I play it, is I, you know, just at home in between stuff that, like, I, I don't have enough time to watch an episode or something. So I'll I guess just... I'll play some ball. Exactly. Well, not ball. Just fuck that. <laughs> Ooh, actually, it's stupid that it's only three games. They should have had the whole Game & Watch library. Honestly, yeah, I feel like they should have done that. They really, pun intended, dropped the ball on this one. They really dropped the ball on this one. Yeah. it's not exactly like those are big games. I just want yeah, to play Octopus. 
Yeah. Uh, ooh, octopus. Mm. Yeah. Um. It, it it's it, I'm glad I got it. This little system here, but yeah, it's really cool. Honestly, it is. It is pretty neat. I I wish that the the clock would stay on. Like it goes to. It has like a sleep mode, so it'll like fall asleep. Like when I first opened it up out of the box, I I I really wanted to use it as my new like just clock in my room. Yeah, but it goes to sleep after like two minutes. Yeah, dang, dang. But it's a cool little collectible. Go get it if you're a Mario nut, or just a Nintendo nut. Honestly, yeah. Game and Watches are fucking. It's a cool. Yeah, if you like Nintendo collectibles. And you don't want to spend like three hundred dollars to play ball? Just spend eighty dollars <laughs> instead. Exactly. <laughs> That's only like a two hundred twenty dollar difference. Exactly. Yeah. Per- it's perfect. <laughs> um. Anything else you want to add about the little Nin- Mario Game and Watch? Because I don't really got much. They're cool little things. Yeah. They're, that's they're really, games. That's they're really all there is to say on it. Like honestly, yeah. They're yeah. It's got a nice screen. It's a cool little system. Yeah. Um, I want to mod it. Like, I want to add more games, but I, I just got to look into that more. Yeah. Um, that's that. Before we jump into the bonus level, um, just a few last words about 2020 and just some things in general. Uh, di- uh, did you see that uh, my Nintendo is doing physical rewards again? Really? Yeah. Like what? Um, so there's not a lot. Like the the cool things are all sold out because limited stuff. Um, but they've got some notebooks. I ordered. I got a, uh, a Zelda Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity uh, notepad, that, which is really cool. I like the little front design they have on it. Okay. Um, they got some of those. Um, I think some bracelets or stuff, stuff like that. I can't fully remember, but like they're doing physical rewards again. Cool. So you basically redeem it with your points. Uh, you get a code and you just uh, pay for the shipping. That's it. Nice. I'll definitely be keeping my eye on that because I remember the My Nintendo Rewards oh, back in yes. the day. Oh my god! Like that's you could get a Game and Watch from that. Yeah. And if you were in like anywhere but North America, there were pretty good rewards on there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they are doing those again. So check them out if you didn't know that already. Sweet. And. Uh, because this is the last episode of 2020, what what are your thoughts on the year, dude? What like, it's been one heck of a year. What are my thoughts on this year? You want me to just quickly summarize what this year? Well, this is a gaming podcast, so I'm just going to be <laughs> talking about the gaming. My game. Here's what I'll do. I'll talk about my gaming experience with 2020. Okay. Okay. Because that'd be too long to get into the <laughs> real world. Pol- There's way, way too much there. Way too many things to talk about. Very true. Animal Crossing was a gift from God. It yes. came at literally the perfect time. Uh, I I think like a lot of my friends who have been playing, who played it when it first came out, they've kind of fell off of it. But I, I play it a few times a week, at least. I've been so, playing it every day. Yeah, it's. Because they add new shit every day. Yeah. And uh, I also have all my fishing bugs and my undersea critters done. Because nice. I time traveled back to April to get the remaining ones. Uh-oh. See, but I I'm ha- good. I, I'm good now, though. When I've missed out on 
the like the bugs or the fish or whatever i'm just like eh you know what i'll i know i'll be playing this next year so i'll just wait till next year but that's that's just me cuz i'm a big animal crossing guy um like i didn't really play a whole lot of other games other than animal crossing like that was what i was my most anticipated this for this year um Oh, actually, I I played some Jurassic World Evolution. Ooh! Which, like, if you know me, I love me some dinosaurs. That you do. I do. And that, like, Jurassic Park has a rocky history with dinosaurs. Um, just on how they're portrayed, I guess. Like, the depictions are usually pretty inaccurate. But that that's a whole other conversation. Um, the game is really fun. Like it took me a while to get the hang of it, but once you uh, like play through the tutorial that they want you to do and just do what they're asking you to do, you get a hang of it pretty quick. And then like it, it, it's fun starting off small and then just watching this park grow huge. Yeah, because it's essentially like roller co- roller coaster tycoon, but dinosaurs. Exactly, and I, I like I love that kind of stuff. So I'll be playing that a bunch as well, uh, at least until Prehistoric Kingdom comes out next year, and then I oh, will yeah. immediately drop Jurassic World. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Minecraft's got dinosaurs with the Jurassic Park pack. Oh yeah, where you basically run a Jurassic Park thing in Minecraft. I haven't even seen that yet. I know it it's, exists. But... Yeah, it's really cool. I watched some vids on it. It's pretty cool. You, there's di- dino DNA you got to collect. You can hatch little dinos, oh, watch them grow, put them in enclosures. Yeah, it's really cool. Hmm. Um, other like gaming stuff for 2020 for myself. Uh, I mean, Minecraft Steve got in Smash. Like, I, I've been calling that for a long time and i'm just glad that my my ramblings <laughs> were correct um the the mario 3d all-stars pack if you want to call it a pack or a game or whatever uh like that was really cool it's stupid it won't be available and like after march yeah i think that's really weird but it's because after I March, got... it'll be Zelda 3D All-Stars. Oh, you Because think it so? is Zelda's 35th next year. So And also Metroid, but... They and don't... also Sonic's anniversary, too. Oh, my gosh. Legit. Next year, there's a lot to be excited for, potentially. Cool. Well, that'll be fun. Um, yeah. Like, 2020. What... What... what uh, like... With... Thank we'll you, hearing... Animal Crossing. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank Animal, you Animal Crossing. Crossing. You will be hearing, uh, when we come back in 2021, you'll be hearing at least 13, possibly even more people talking about their experience and uh, what our games of the year will be as uh, we uh, have a variety of guests come back on the podcast to wrap up each month by month. But let's get into the bonus level to wrap things up for this week. Uh, this day in gaming history, um, December 20th, n- nothing really happened, actually. Um, but it, it is 
uh, games day. So go play a game. Do it. Will do. That's that's really all there is. Um, uh, the achievement of the week this week, because there aren't really any games that have achievements this week, so there was an update to GTA V. Um, the Kyle Perico hasn't released their trophies when I went to go see. So uh, the trophy this week is in GTA V. It's full refund to kill the thief who mugged you in online. Ooh. So a lot of you probably have that trophy already if you've played the game or online at all. So, hey, good job. And uh, the game to look out for this week is going to be Super Meat Boy Forever coming to Switch and PC uh, because it's a great game. Uh, It's a great hard game because, boy, Super Meat Boy. Yeah. And that will do it this week. Where can we find you on the internet, Uncle Red? Well, I'm most active on Instagram. You can find me at uncle underscore red underscore art. I post a lot of different drawings that I do. I've been focusing a lot lately on dinosaur stuff, specifically with the Albertan Dinosaur Provincial Park formation. So if you want to learn some really cool stuff about our ancient past, check me out. I also draw other wacky stuff. You never know what you're going to get when you follow my Instagram. It'll be all dinosaurs and then randomly some lizard riding a bird, which I... Hell yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And of course, you can find me, uh, Tony, over at Radio Tony on Twitter and at Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram and Twitch, where we stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, except uh, next week because of Christmas, we're only going to be streaming on Monday, most likely. Because, you know, holidays, baby. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 and happy Hanukkah and all, and all the other holidays. Happy whatever the... Whatever happy you, whatever the you hell celebrate. you celebrate. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining me on this 2020 finale episode, dude. It's a blast. Thank you. To uh, have hey, you. pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I can't believe you were, yeah. it's it's you can't believe it's over. I can't believe this year, year. is over. Uh, like part of me feels like this has been the longest year and part of me feels like it's still April. Yeah. I know. Oh. A lot has happened and uh we will see you in the new year. Happy uh, New Year. Back in the game lounge. Uh, see you later, everybody. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Be sure to follow us on your streaming platform and follow us on Instagram. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. 